Welcome, 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 all. Please forgive me for my tardiness. It's been a long day, but I'm here. We in the room. I'm so excited for today's episode. We got a special guest. She has been with us before here on the Purity After Promiscuity podcast, but we're going to have our dear friend, Crystal Henderson, author and coach, join us. I'm just waiting for her to come in on the live, and then we will get started. So I just hope that you guys had a very um, blessed week, a very productive day, a very blessed day. I had a great day, so I just am believing that you all were great as well. Um, normally we do do music um, and kind of come in with worship, but um, I just want to make sure you guys can hear me clearly. I was told that on the last episode, you couldn't hear me quite well, and I guess that maybe the music was a little more, um, little too loud. So please, if you are having uh, issues or complications hearing me or things are not sounding clearly, please feel free to reach out to me so I am able to um, adjust uh, things appropriately so you guys can hear me. And so I'm super, super excited. Just waiting on Crystal to join us. We're going to be having candid conversations. We are in our identity series here on the Purity After Promise Beauty podcast in our fourth season. And I'm just so excited about it because I think this is such a, hey, Crystal girl, this is such a topic that so many of us um, that we show in, especially as women, right? Um, we can all have things that happen to us in our life that will take away or, you know, disrupt or, you know, damage our identity or even cause us to lose it all together. So I'm just so excited because this is just going to be a very candid conversation. We're just going to flow. And of course, anybody who joins us are welcome to comment. Um, and, you know, if you're able to call in, we may take some callers tonight. So I'm just looking forward to, you know, where this conversation goes and how um, we're all going to be blessed. Right. So Crystal has joined us. Hey, Crystal, girl. Hey, 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 everybody. Good tonight. Yes, I'm so excited. You excited, Crystal? Can y'all hear me? Um, can you hear me clearly? Um, now but it was i can hear you clearly now at first it was kind of going a little now in and out. okay can you hear me better now yeah okay. crystal clear okay all right i'm in a good spot now all right i'm so excited i'm so excited this is gonna be fun as usual but our conversations are always fun right Absolutely, because you know, one thing about it is being honest, transparent, being open, and being able to encourage and impart and you know, testify and just help each other, you know, help each other to grow, um, help each other, you know, to mature in areas and, and just to be able to talk and relate on conversations and about topics, you know, that are a lot of people don't want to talk about, you know, mm -hmm. so I think it's always good to have them kind of friends where y'all can have them real talks, you know, real talks, <laughs> where real you have talks, to have moments you know? where you have to get each other together, like, look, this where I'm at, you know, and yes, this is what's on. going on. And, and okay, so okay, well, we that's where we at today. Well, okay, then, well, that's then we're gonna we have to today. ride on my faith today. Okay, that's so, that's what we're doing here. You know, that's how we roll on the podcast. We allow the Lord, we allow Holy Spirit to just have His way, um, because He knows more about what He wants His daughters to hear, what they need to hear. So, you know, we just let Him flow, and however He flow, that's how we gonna flow. Uh, we just want to welcome all of our loyal listeners who are just continuing to support and stream and download the podcast. Thank you so much we appreciate you so very much 
Also to our new listeners, thank you. Hey girl, hey. Welcome to our community. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We um, hope that you just become blessed that you get something out of today's episode and any other episodes you listen to that it speaks to you that you um, are encouraged empowered equipped um, in whatever area of your life as you're redefining your worth and I just want to just make sure I say a special thank you to our um, special guest Crystal for taking time out of her busy day her busy schedule to come and just to you know come and chop it up with us because that's what we're doing today we chopping it up and we're just gonna have a really we chopping it right and so um always i want to just encourage people to like comment share you if even if you don't need to hear um the conversation today maybe you know someone and we want to make sure that our sisters are always also being empowered and they're getting um, what they need and they're being encouraged because sometimes people are going through and they don't always you know voice it so you know sending a text hey how are you or i was thinking about you or i'm praying for you or sending them a message or a sermon or you know a podcast can be exactly what they need to hear in that moment so don't be afraid to share and like and comment i list i watch i um, view the comments i respond back to the comments so please if you have something to add or you have a question or something you want to say leave a comment so now that the housekeeping is done here we are. I'm going to um, open up by just giving a short introduction of our special guest, Crystal. I'm going to kind of take a back seat on today's podcast and almost allow her to really be the host, you know, and I'm just going to, you know, just kind of be here because I'm a little tired, had a long day. Um, but I know she's fully capable because she is a author, <laughs> um, has a book, Dust Your Shoulders Off. Dust and yourself um, off. Dust Yourself Your Off. Whole your whole self, not just your shoulders. It's like, no, nah, you, you need your whole self dusted off, sis, not just your shoulders. So she has a um, book out, um, Dust Yourself Off. I know she's working on some new projects here. Maybe she'll tell us more about that. Um, and also she's a coach, um, you know, and she, I know she is a mentor. I know that, you know, she's a speaker. Um, so she has a lot of experience, a lot of expertise that she can bring to the podcast. So I'm super excited to have her bring her perspectives and bring her knowledge and, um, you know, just be able to bless us with whatever it is that she want to speak around our, um, our episode today about identity, right. And about really what does it look like to be not just really a woman but how do how does your identity like happen when you are a woman of god right and because i think that you know it's it's not the same especially if you coming from the world and you have been taught that as a this is what a woman looks like and this is how a woman behaves and this is what a woman sounds like when you become a woman of god is there a distinction in your identity I'm asking you, Crystal. Crystal, can you hear me? I, you know, I think I do believe that it is. I believe that as you live. I yeah, can I hear you can now. Hear yes. now. Can you hear me? Yes, now. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, okay. Um, so, yeah. So, I do think that when you're in. Okay. I do think that when you're in Christ. That you begin to see all of what you're capable of, all of, of just how beautiful you really are, and not just on the outside, but you you begin to. I, I, 
believe that you begin to you begin to like yourself, you begin to enjoy yourself, but you also begin to stretch. Oh, um, one of the things revelations that I got just even recently. Um, so I turned forty a couple of months ago, and can, can you hear me clearly, Janelle? Yes, it it, it was going okay. out a little bit. But, um, you know, I'm gonna just take I'm authority and pray. I'm Lord, in you know, one just, spot. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just gonna I'm say, standing. Lord, I, I just see the blood of Jesus on over today's episode, over the platform, over you know the cellular devices, over the Wi-Fi. Um, I take authority over um, just the connection, the cellular cellular connection, and I come against all forms of distractions and disruptions in the um, in the airways and in the connection, Lord God, that would try to hinder or disrupt um, this conversation and this episode from going forward. Um, Lord, we commit this unto you, and so we invite you in, Holy Spirit. I invite you in, um, Heavenly Father, to come and have your way and just let your presence permeate through the airwaves, even to every listener as they um, log on or even as they listen to the replay. And so that everything will flow, it will flow well, seamless, that there will be no hindrances, no hiccups and no um, disruptions. And I just thank you in advance, Lord God, for all things working together for our good and that everything will go well and nothing, um, and everything that needs to be said will be said and communicated in a clear way. Um, in Jesus name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Um, about what you were saying about identity and being in Christ. Absolutely. When you are in Christ, when you come to Christ, man, your identity does a complete 180, right? You begin to see who you are in Christ, that you truly are a new creature and to see like how you are in Christ, not of yourself, but in Christ, see how great you are. And one of the most um, recent revelations that I got was, you know, your identity affects the things that you do and the things that you don't do. Your identity affects the decisions that you make, be it good or bad. And if your identity is off, is faulty, you're not going to make the greatest decisions. You're not going to go after certain opportunities that are for you. You are not going to make decisions that keep you... Um, sure-footed right so knowing having a clear healthy identity is vital and just living life period because what you do determines the life that you live what you do and don't do determines the life that you live but how you see yourself determines what you do and don't do so it is important that you have a healthy balanced um opinion or identity and view of of who you are because if you don't then the demise of you is inevitable at that point does that make sense yes it does okay. um i want to go back to something you said about when you you know once you become um a believer when you come to christ you know your identity do, does a 180 and um there you know you're able to see yourself in a different way you know um and how how is it or why do we think that is like once you come become 
once you come to Christ and you um, accept Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, and you're going through this 180 and now you're seeing yourself differently. Now you're valuing yourself and now you're understanding who you are, who you created to be. What What is the connection with being a um, believer now, a new believer or being in Christ to now and being able to have this new level of identity? When you are, when you are in Christ, He's now showing you who it is that you were when you were originally created, like who you were, who God intended you to be when he formed you in your mother's womb, right? We get out and we grow up and we we kind of figure it out along the way. But what Christ does is say, you know what? No, this is what you're supposed to look like. This is what God the Father had intended for you before you even hit the earth realm, right? And so we we as we're in Christ we grow we grow we mature right because it's not a it's 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 automatic once you're in Christ you're in him but then he you have to grow into those levels and i believe that you're always growing there's going to always be another level of um another layer to your identity because you know it's like you have to you don't just wake up and say okay I'm just as greatest. I'm just the greatest person in the world, and I make the greatest decisions, and I'm just so awesome, and I'm just so this. Like you, you walk that thing out. You have to walk it out day by day, and and there's there's levels to it. There is levels to your identity, right? There's seasons that you go through certain things that help shape and help you to see clearly who you are. That help you to make the right decisions to. Um, to get you to mirror the person that God created you to be, the person that God had in mind when you were in your in your mother's womb. So it's there is a, a direct connection, a direct correlation to your relationship with Christ and your identity, right? Now, if if we we both know that when God created uh, man and created the, the earth and all of that, He said it's it's good. It is good. Like He created us in yeah. His image right he created us in his image so on a regular we need to begin to to look like him we need to look like him and and although we are seated in christ that's not an overnight process (laughs) that's a day-to-day 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 process um however but you get better at it right um there's seasons i think i said it a a little bit earlier like so I'm 40 now right and I was joking with a friend of mine I said uh when I was in my when I was like 38 39 I said man I'm about to be 40 and you know I'm already like okay so that's a whole new decade a whole new another decade and I said I wonder what that's going to be like for me You're breaking up a little bit, Chris, so we can't hear you. Because, you know, it ain't just another day. Okay. All right. Can you hear me clear now? Yes. Can you hear me clearly now? Yes. Can you hear me clear now? Yes. That's a a new decade. And so with that being said, there is a newness that, that you should exude, right? It's like, what level of my identity am I on now? What is it that you want me to discover about who I am now? Because as you continue to go through life, you have to make 
you you have to, you always make decisions, right? You always have to make decisions. But there are things that that once you're on a new level, there are things that you have to deal with on that level. And you have to know who you are in order to be able to deal with it effectively, right? You have to know, okay, this is the level that I'm on. This is what is being required of me. Do I have what it takes? If you don't know, if you don't have a healthy uh, identity, you'll be fumbling all over the place. You know, mistakes are inevitable. You'll always make mistakes, but you will you will find yourself in some ditches that you don't have to be in because you don't fully understand who you are for real. You know, there I'm at a level now. I'm able to say no to some things that I that I didn't think I would that I wouldn't have been able to say no to ten years ago. Mm, that I wouldn't have been able to say no to five years ago. Right. There, there comes, there comes a sure footedness when you have, when you have a balanced identity, when you know who you are, there are certain things that you just like, you know what, Mm -mm, I'm not doing that. That looks good. And that would have worked for me five years ago, but because of where I'm at now, that don't work for me. And I'm not doing that. (laughs) You, 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 you say, you can say no deal to some things. You can say, you know what, I'll pass on that. Also, when you have a balanced identity, you can you can you look at challenges differently, right? You're not spooked by everything, right? In addition to that, looking at challenges differently, when you do face something and you you feel like, oh my God, and you about to have a nervous breakdown over it, right? And you about to have a, a complete meltdown over it, because that happens, right? You're able to talk yourself out of it. You're able to as David did, encourage yourself and pick yourself up again and say, you know what, this ain't what I do. You know, this situation is bad. This situation is very ugly. This situation ain't right, you know, and I'm mad about this situation, but this is how I'm going to handle it. When you have a a sure-footed identity, when you have a sure foot in your identity, you're able to just say, you know what, this is going to be okay. And this is how I'm going to handle it. You you handle you handle things with more grace. You handle things with more with more poise, right? You handle things with more confidence. Even though you don't know all the details of how it's going to flip around for you, you do handle it with more with more confidence. And you're able to show up for things, even though you not you're not always feeling it. <laughs> you know, you like in your yeah. in your faculties, you're like. This ain't going, I don't like none of this. This ain't right. I shouldn't even have to be here. I shouldn't even have to do this, but it's it's in my court. So I'm about to play ball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you understand, like, you know what? If it's in my yard, if it's in my lap, it is for me to conquer it. It is for me to win. It is, it's, it's already written that I'm a win. It didn't say how. It didn't even show me the details of how I'm a win. All I know is I'm a win. All I know is that here's what's going to be the outcome of this. Although I don't know how. As believers, we do know the end from the beginning. We win. That's it. Bottom line. Amen. <laughs> we don't know the Amen. we don't know the details of it, and I think we get lost in the details of it because it don't look like it. It don't look like it. It don't it don't look like you know, because we have an idea of what it's supposed to look like. 
and it don't like think about it when 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 Moses was going over there to get the children of Israel and they was getting out of there they <laughs> they like well you know what just send us back because look at all this water right here he just he told them y'all you gonna bring them out but there's this large body of water they didn't see they didn't expect the water to split like that they didn't know what miracle God was going to pull off to get them out of Pharaoh's house. All that, you know what I'm saying? All, all the word was going to get them. Let my people go. Moses didn't even know what miracle God was going to pull off to get them out of Pharaoh's house. <laughs> but he said, you know what? He told me to come over here and tell you to let them go. And when you have your identity and think about it, even with, um, even with Moses, initially Moses said, no, I ain't that one that you want to send because I don't have what it takes to do what it is that I you are it. telling me to do. <laughs> you're God. telling me to do something that I, sh you're telling me to go and stand boldly in something that I struggle with. You know, mm -hmm. I can't talk worth a lick and you want me to go stand in front of Pharaoh of all people and say what? bro. <laughs> 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 first off, first off, you want me to say it, and you again, you want me to say something that I can't even say, but you want me to go to this person and say it of all the people to say it to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But guess what? And then you want me to go, and then and then I ain't got nothing. It's like you know, God did not send um, Moses with anything to deliver them with all he said was tell them i said <laughs> you you understand what i'm saying so if he if he would have stood in the fact that he stuttered if he would have stood in the fact that you know, but god parted the sea with that stick he had in his hand you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, uh, you can't go based on your shortcomings and your limitations. Back to what you said when you were in Christ. Now I'm going with what God has given me. Now I'm going in God. And because I know that I'm in God, I go with all that God has. So it's not just my limitations that's showing up here. It's not just my... It's not just my degree that's showing up here or lack thereof. It's not just my account, my bank account that's showing showing up here or lack thereof. No, I'm coming with God because God said. So I'm coming with all that, that God is. So that's, and I think in this season, that's what the trick of the enemy is going to be. But that's also what's going to trick the enemy out. Because the enemy thinking, oh, that's just Janelle. She ain't no threat for real. You know, she ain't got this or she ain't got that. That's just Crystal. She ain't got this and she ain't got that. So she, they gonna go down there and they gonna go in there and walk in that building asking for this, that, and the other, expecting it to be granted to them, but they don't even have the credentials. They don't even have the qualifications. Not understanding that, my, that I'm going, that I'm going because God said so. I'm going in the voice of God. I'm going because God has told me to go. So when I get there, all that God has is going with me. God's credentials are going with me. 
I'm not, I'm not showing them my ID. They God's credentials. I'm giving them God's credentials. And I think if we would just in this season, if we would just show up sometimes, just show up. I, I know you don't have all the money. I know you don't have all the resources. I know you don't have all the connections. I know you don't know the people that could really get you in there. But if you just go, if you just go, if you just show up, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes our identity has to be, personally, I feel like sometimes God make us go when we ain't got nothing to, to, to help us truly understand that our identity is truly is in him and not in nothing we got going on. Yes. You, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Because every time God did a major feat, it was always when the people didn't have nothing. you know what i'm saying it was always when the people didn't qualify i I mean really don't know who girl a stick moses had a ride moses had nothing (laughs) but god i don't know why we don't talk about that part what did moses have moses had a stuttering problem and a stick and he delivered a whole <laughs> a whole nation over a million people. With, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he had Aaron. I'm not about to, you know, chop up the word like that. Aaron went and Aaron was doing stuff too. You know what I'm saying? But the point is, everybody that did something major had nothing, Janelle. Yeah. They had nothing. Um, Gideon. Gideon. Gideon's clan was already at the bottom, was the least of the least. But right. even in the least of the least, he was lower than them. He was the lowest in the bottom. <laughs> and of all the people for God to use to do something mighty, look like to me, it wouldn't have been him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Logically, not, not logically, logically. It wouldn't have been him. But it's it's something about, man, it's like, okay, I guess God is saying, because they don't have nothing, they have to rely on me. Ooh, I, you know what I'm saying? Hard. Because they don't have nothing, I gotta do it for them. My God. I gotta do it. And I and, and guess what? He do it bigger for the people that don't have nothing than he do for the people that got stuff. Ooh, you preaching now. <laughs> He, he do it bigger for them. He do it bigger for the people that don't have nothing. And I think that's the so reason. So I want to take a step back in. for a second. I want to take a step back for a second because let's be like trying to think about a woman or someone who may listen to this podcast, you know, listen to the replay, who here is talking about identity, but don't really understand what we mean by identity or what identity is. Um, Can you give us a um, brief description of what identity is? Yeah. How you see yourself in any given situation. How, How do you view yourself? How do you see yourself? When you show up, how do you see yourself? Do you see yourself as the least or do you see yourself as i'm just as good as everybody in this room or do you see yourself as everybody else got it together but me how do you view yourself in comparison to other people and and the view that you get 
is, is your identity. Now your identity can change, but just off the cuff, when you think about what it is that you can do, your abilities, your accomplishments, how you are compared to somebody else, what, what do you see? Whatever you come up with, whatever you see, that is your current identity, good or bad, good or bad. And as a result of that, as a result of how you see yourself, then that determines the decisions that you make, good or bad. If you think that you, let's say, let's say something real simple and I'll get deeper in a minute. If you think that you just are just the ugliest person physically, you just think you're so unattractive, then the decision that you make is when you wake up, you're not going to iron your clothes more than likely. You're just going to throw something on. You're just going to, it ain't going to look like nothing and you ain't going to worry about your hair. You ain't, you just going, you just going to run out there. You're going to be out at the gas station with a bonnet in your hair on like you're not going to make a decision your decision is based on how you view yourself so because you view yourself as as unattractive then everything that you do is going to be unattractive Ooh, that's good right there say that again when you view yourself as unattractive everything you do is going to be unattractive how you dress is going to be unattractive how you talk to people is going to be unattractive how you present yourself is going to be unattractive. How you handle your personal affairs is going to be unattractive. And then it'll get to the point where people don't even want to deal with you because it's just, it's just, it's nothing you do is attractive. And I'm not talking about sexuality. I'm not talking about sex. I'm not talking about, oh, just, oh, this part, this woman is sexy. She, no, how you, sexy is not just a look. You can, how you deal could be attractive and sexy too. (laughs) Let's not limit sexy to just a body con dress. Okay. But, um, but when you, when you view yourself as beautiful, when you view yourself as attractive, you know, and I don't know why Beyonce or Holly Berry has, has been made to be the standard of what beauty is because they're not they're they they are attractive but they're not the standard for beauty (laughs) you know what i'm saying but when you say you know what i look good then you start to beautify what you have you handle people beautifully nicely your dealings with people are is nice how you how you handle your affairs are nice people will begin to come to you you attract good people because you exude beautiful because that's how you view yourself. You make, you're making beautiful decisions. You do that, that make you look good. <laughs> right? I think that's good. Um, what you saying? I did a quick Google search on identity. Just wanted to see what the, um, you know, what this, what the basic definition is. And I like the Merriam Webster um, definition because it says identity is the unique set of characteristics that can be used to identify a person as themselves and no one else. So it's mm-hmm. like your identity distinguishes you as an individual in the same mm-hmm. way your your name 
identifies you as an individual. Like if I come calling you Susie, Crystal, you're not going to answer because that's not your name. That's not mm -hmm. how I how I can identify you mm -hmm. because that's not your identity. Your I, your name is Crystal, which is attached to this distinguishing identifier that belongs to you. Now there are other people named Crystal in the world, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But everybody don't look like you. Everybody don't sound like you. Everybody don't got your gifts. Everybody don't got your talents, right? So there are distinguishing characteristics and and, and factors that make you unique. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that when we don't realize that we are all individuals and we are all created with a uniqueness and with a, a distinction that is something that is going to distinguish us from everybody else. And it is those things that, that I think we overlook sometimes. Like mm -hmm. you might have gifts and talents and things about you, Crystal, that you don't look at as being anything. Like, oh, that's, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. But then somebody else on the outside could be like, Crystal, do you know, like, you just you you just speak so well? Do you know mm -hmm. you're just so eloquent with words? Do you know, mm -hmm. like, you're just so full of wisdom? Do you know, like, so then there's things that other people, when they come in contact with you, are be, are able to, you know, perceive. And, and these are other people who can speak to your identity because now they're saying, like, oh, Crystal, th there's something about you that is different than everybody else. Because when I talk to Crystal, that I get something that only Crystal can give me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's mm -hmm. other people named Crystal. Yes, there's other people who may have some expertise, may have wisdom, but it is something about when it comes from you. And I think when we think about identity, we don't really understand that it is it is like a like when when God a uniqueness. It, it's a uniqueness. There's a uniqueness. And it, yes, and it really speaks to our purpose. It speaks mm -hmm. to the direction of our destiny. Like I always mm -hmm. like to go back to when God changed um, Abram, Abram and Sarai's name. And mm -hmm. in the beginning of their journey, they had a particular identity. They're, they had a name. Abram was his name. Father of Ram. My father is Ram. And then you have Sarai. And then so long in their journey, they function in that name, in that identity. But when they mm -hmm. were about to cross over into receiving the promise, God gave mm -hmm. them a, a promise and they had that particular identity. But mm -hmm. once it came time for them to receive it, when God was about to give them Isaac, the before he gave them the promise, he gave them a new identity. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's mm -hmm. what happens when we come to Christ. Like we have an identity in the world. See, they had an identity before they started walking with God. They had an identity mm -hmm. when they were just in, 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 in um, you know, Tara's household, when they were just living amongst their family, when they were just doing their daily routine, they had a name. But once they really begin to take on this journey with Christ, the Lord said, okay, I didn't process you enough. And before you go to this next level, in your journey, I need to give you a new identity because who you were prior, you can't take Listen, into this new place. You can't today. take, you can't maintain the promise. You can't handle the promise. You can't receive the promise being Abram, being Sarai. Now I need to call, make you into Abraham because see their identity and their name was attached to their previous circumstances, which was barrenness. Mm -hmm. Like she was mm -hmm. bare, she couldn't produce. And and by default, he, he was is, barren. 
absolutely. It's like God, before God can allow them to reproduce physically, he had to give them an identity that spoke to their ability to reproduce. So now mm -hmm. Abram became Abraham, which is father of many. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, Sarah, Sarai, we went from Sarai to Sarah, which is princess, you know, and, 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 and she, and also, um, like, I think her name also, um, speaks to her being like the queen and mother over, um, over nations and, um, stuff like that. So it's interesting how, when God gave them their new name, their new name really spoke to their identity, their purpose and their destiny. Mm -hmm. And that's why I said earlier even when you like, you know, in the natural, okay, so you're in a new decade of life of age now, what are we doing at this decade? You know, what is it, what is it that you need to be doing now? What is it that, that you are walking into in this decade of life now, in this season of life now? And it does, it, it is all, it is all related to obviously, what it is that you're called to do. You know, I do believe wholeheartedly that your identity is intertwined with your purpose, you know, um, because it's like everything about you is <laughs> what it is that you're created to do. <clears throat> yes. You know, you know what I'm saying? That Like there's, it's like a person that's an accountant, they, they love numbers, they love math. You know, it's rare that you will find a person, an accountant that just, they can't count. <laughs> that don't like me, that don't like math, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That don't, you know, it's 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 everything that you are intertwined into what it is that you're called to do, what it is that you were born and created to do. Everything about you is on purpose. Everything the things that you don't like, chances are are the things that that's supposed to be there for what it is that you're supposed to be doing. In the book I wrote and dust yourself off. I said, could it be that the very thing that you don't like about you, you don't like it because somebody else has expressed their dislike of it? Ooh. Wow. Like, really? This thing that some you don't like is only because somebody else said that they didn't like it, not realizing that they was hating on you because that was what the very thing that that is a part of what it is that you was created to do to begin with. That's and there's so many things about us that we don't like because because somebody else is not accepting of it. So, I, you know, my prayer is that that we get the revelation that we like all of us because God created us. That we like the parts of us that other people don't like. <laughs> if you don't like it, it's because you ain't supposed to go with me. Absolutely. So is there a time in your journey um, that you struggled with your identity or knowing your identity? Absolutely. 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 Because when you don't, before you get to Christ, you don't know. Before you get meet Christ, you don't have a clue. And you're left to whatever life experiences you have ex encountered before you meet Christ, right? So if you had a topsy-turvy childhood, if you've had a topsy-turvy adult that leads into a topsy-turvy adulthood, then your identity is locked up in or your, your, your identity is built from 
all the stuff that you've experienced. So and for me personally, you know, I had dysfunctional parents growing up. They were very abusive to each other. My mom was alcoholic. Um, I lived in, a, I had to go to a foster home for a while. And then I was later adopted by my aunt. And, you know, it was just like, um, just, it felt like rejection because now it's like, okay, where the, why is everybody has to take you understand what I'm saying? why is it that I'm not from house to house what's going on that that I find you know that's one spot <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so you, you, I grew up thinking something was wrong with me because my mother can't take care of me. Can't oh, you know, you know, and it's like, well, what is it? What's going on? Even in relationships, I didn't have male role models growing up, you know, because I had already thought something was wrong with me, you you kind of attach yourself to the first person that gives you five minutes of their time. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I also wrote in a book that, that um, you know, happens if you perform to what you think people want you to be. And then your workers and all you Crystal, are you moving around? Because it's, it's no, really choppy. Because you became what you thought they wanted, and they still didn't want it. <laughs> so it's like, well, who? I'm in one spot. Can you hear me? I can't now, but there's like the last few minutes of you talking, it was so choppy. It was in and out. I didn't hear okay. you, and I'm sure the listeners did not hear what you said, so I didn't know if you were moving oh, I can around. Go. Yeah. No, I was in one spot. I can go back and say what I said. So as okay. far as, like, you know, identity and, like, was there a time where you didn't know? Like, you know, actually, um, growing up, my my household was very dysfunctional. My, my mom was an alcoholic. It was food use in the house. I lived um, in a foster home for a while. And then I lived with some other people for a while and I was later adopted and all of that. And then, so you kind of think like, well, what's wrong with me that my parents can't, you know what I'm saying? That I'm being tossed around from house to house, from place to place. Like what's going on here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like what, it, it, it has to be me. And you don't know any different at that point, right? You don't know any different. And then you get into relationships with, you know, and I didn't have any males, any male uh, figures. So it was like the first guy that gave me five minutes of his, his attention, then that's who I linked up with, right? Not realizing that, you know, well, that ain't that ain't that ain't how you do that <laughs> you know what i'm saying that it don't work like that either and then you conform you get in these relationships and then you conform to who it is that you think they want you to be and then when a relationship mm -hmm. don't work you confused because you're like well I, I was i was who i thought you wanted and now i don't even know who i am because i was busy being somebody that you that i thought you wanted 
and you don't even want that person. So I don't know what to do right now. I, <laughs> I don't know what. Wow. You, you understand what I'm so, saying? Yes. And, and so you spin your wheels kind of, so to speak, or you just kind of in the wind because there's no anchor at that point. There's nobody to say, hey, and then by his grace, by his mercy, you run into Jesus. Come on now. And now, you gotta, <laughs> now, you, now it's like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Then you, then he start to grow you up. Then he start to mature you. Then he start to show you like, look, this is, you know what I'm saying? But prior to him, you start making all these crazy decisions to get people's attention and to, to get people to feel this, to, 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 to stitch up this hole that they can't fix for real. You know what I mean? Which is a hole in your identity. Cause you don't, you don't know what to do out here. <laughs> <laughs> but God does. God will come in, man. God will heal your heart. He will heal all those places that that are just hurting as a result of, um, and even the things that you did as a result of just not knowing who you are. God can come in and, mm -hmm. and, and fix those holes, right? And he can give you beauty for ashes. So he can oh, fix you up you in a way that. that you look back on that, those times, that you look back on those moments and you be like, man, I done came a long way. Because I remember when I used to do this, 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 and this, and, and, and you can't pay me to do that stuff now. But God, you even though I didn't know you, you still kept me in your mercy that those things that I was doing because I didn't have a clue about who I was, that you didn't even let those things take me out, you know? They cost me, but you didn't let them take me out completely. And I believe that, and it's my prayer, that God will continue to restore people, that, that the decisions and the things that you did because you didn't have a clear uh, view of who you were, because you didn't know, your, you didn't have an identity, that God will go back and give you beauty for ashes, that he will go back and he will beautify the things that were torn down, that you tore up because you didn't know any better because you didn't have a clue. God will go back. My prayer is that God goes back and that he just give you beauty for ashes. That he restore the years that were stolen because you did not know any better. That he will Amen. restore and give you opportunities that you, that you overlooked because you didn't have a clue. That he bring back opportunities that you that you walked away from because you didn't think you were good enough. That he bring back those opportunities that you decided to just go in and not present your best self because you did not think that you was good enough for it. That's my prayer. And even for me, even now, like, okay, God, no, all the years, the days, the weeks, the months that I just walked around with my head so low. <laughs> because I did not know that I am somebody awesome because of who I belong to. Mm. So and all the years I years that people walked in condemnation because not get past the things that they that 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 God will immediately cause the spirit of shame to dissipate. That he will cause the spirit of confusion to dissipate, that he will cause the spirit of condemnation and that he will renew all of those years and show you who you really are and give you a strength to run so you could catch up.
and give you a strength to Amen. run so you can catch up. And that's my that's my prayer for me. It's like, ooh, I, oh, okay. I wasn't sure who I was right there, but okay, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. <laughs> I'm coming back. We're gonna get that area tightened up. Amen. And I, that is a prayer that I think all of us would like to, to continue to pray over ourselves or should pray that we, there are areas that I know I feel like, you know, that I just lost something, you know, or I feel like, you know, I just was behind yeah. or beneath. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, Lord, I need you to redeem the time. Uh huh. You know, I, I need you to redeem the time. I need you to take me, you know, to, to accelerate me but in such a way that it's like whatever I lost or whatever I believe I lost in those moments that I get it and did some, mm -hmm. you know, that I propel forward uh, because a lack of identity definitely can, um, it, it can affect your seasons. You can even be in the right season sometimes, but if you're not, mm -hmm. you know, very right. secure and confident in your identity and you don't That's know right. who you are if you don't know your purpose right if you're still you know dealing with some unhealed trauma you know you still got some open wounds in your soul that need to be healed you know then you you're you're gonna you know miss it because you're not you know you're not ready mm -hmm. you know and so i know there are seasons in my life where i probably had good opportunities or the thing that i that the lord promised me you know, or the thing I was believing for, but I was not in a place to receive it or maintain it um, because I was still fragile in my identity. I was still struggling and vacillating and trying to really, you know, discover for myself who I was and, and no longer trying to compare myself to others or try to be what I thought I needed to be in order to be accepted mm -hmm. or in order to be qualify mm -hmm. that's right um or in order to be wanted right because when you mm -hmm. lack identity you know it, it like you said it impacts every decision you make mm -hmm. it impact, impacts how you show up on every level mm -hmm. and because I, I was so you know still in the midst of struggling you know in that in my identity that i couldn't i couldn't manage right i can handle the weight mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of you know the thing i have been praying for the thing i have been wanting because it was it because I, I wasn't able to be sure in who I was, you know? So now it's like, you know, to be candid, I got a huge blessing. Now, you know, the the events that led to me having to get it were not good at all. It was, it was very, very difficult, very extreme, um, a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, um, you know, a lot of um, physical um, pain and um, treatments and surgeries and all the things that I had to go through as a result of what happened but on the flip side and i and i'm always one to say this because you know a lot of times people may hear that you know a person got into um you know some kind of accident or a person you know experienced um some kind of um you know loss or experienced something where they know that on you know at some point they may be compensated um you know when you have severe injuries and life-threatening injuries and life-altering injuries, you know, there's not anything that is going to be enough money, right, to pay for uh, what you really go through, right? So, you know, whatever, a per like I always used to say, whatever it was that I was um, receiving it for whatever I went through was just, it was all, all it was was like, you know, just 
compensated me in the for the things that I lost, you know, but it wasn't really helping me or healing me or really changing the fact that what I went through was as bad as it was. And I got blessed, you know, I will say that. And I came into, you know, a, a lump sum of money. And here's the thing. I came into the lump sum of money and I had been in my journey of, um, I had been in my journey of redefining my worth and I had been in my journey of discovering my identity. I had been in my journey of becoming healed and whole. But when I got the lump sum of money, I wasn't healed enough. I didn't know my identity enough. I didn't have the capacity enough to truly manage when I got it. So it, looking back and, and looking at where I'm at today versus when I got the blessing, it was like, dang, I, I came into an opportunity that a lot of people don't come into. And it's not to brag or boast. But when I really examine myself and how I am where I'm at today and how I really squandered that opportunity, not because I just was out here being reckless, but simply because I still wasn't healed enough. I still wasn't whole enough. You know, mm -hmm. I still wasn't have the mindset. I didn't have the, you know, the tools, right, to to handle and manage it. So it's so important to when you come into that season and you are in the place where the blessing is coming, the doors are opening, you're seeing the promises of God, right? It's happening. You know, it's so important for you to truly be full of your identity and secure and heal and whole and, and be able to not just receive it because I received the blessing, but I didn't maintain it. And that's why I know that a lot of times the Lord doesn't give us things right away, not because he's withholding or torturing us, you know, or because he's cruel, because he know we're not ready. And looking back, as much as I needed it in that moment, because I was really in a place of, you know, um, lack and I was really, you know, in a place financially where I needed the blessing. However, looking back, I almost wish that I would have had to wait a little longer before I got it. Because if I could have got a little more healed, if I could have been a little more whole, if I could have been a little more sure in sense. my identity, yeah. then maybe I could have managed it better. Maybe I could have something to show for it today. Maybe, you know, I wouldn't be looking at myself trying to figure out what did I do? You know, maybe I wouldn't be, you know, trying to figure out how do I get out of a rut today that I was set up not to be in today, you know, and it's okay because God is sovereign and he's merciful and we learn. So now I'm having to learn from this mistake, but had I just been able to be healed and know my identity and be secure and have the right mind to handle what God had put in my hand, then I could still be able to glorify him with it today. And it's not to say that he won't bless me again. And if that's your story and you maybe got, you know, received a blessing, you know, and maybe you didn't manage it well, maybe you squandered it, maybe, you know, you just did whatever you did. God is faithful and he's sovereign and he may, you know, bring it back around. But a lot of time I believe God allow us to receive things for us to see, for us to learn, for us to identify, oh, I still need to, I still need to grow here. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. And so now if it, when it happens again, or when I get another opportunity or another blessing, I have a different mindset and I have a different experience and I have a different perspective, which now has added to my identity to keep me, to, to help me to be more sure 
and secure in who I am and how to manage the blessing and how to manage the increase because God is a God of abundance and he wants us to be in abundance and he wants us to be, you know, um, in a relationship or in a marriage. He wants us to, you know, be successful and prosperous. He wants us to be healed and whole. He wants us to be influential and touching the world and the nations for his glory. He wants those things for us because that's how he's glorified, but he wants us also to be able to manage it. He don't want it to destroy us. You know, he don't want it to take our heart from him. He don't want it to, for us to worship it and it become our God. And it's easy to do when you don't know your identity. It's easy to allow something to become your God instead of God being your God, right. especially yeah. as a woman, mm -hmm. you know, when, when it comes to relationships, you know, it's easy to start worshiping this relationship or worshiping this marriage or worshiping this man because you lack identity, because your identity should come from the Lord. Like you said, as a woman of God, our identity should come first from what does God say about us? Who does God say we are? Um, so, Crystal, give us some ways that God begins to reveal to us who we are. I mean, obviously, when you are um, reading, obviously, when you're reading his word, you know, he starts to tell you, he shows you in his word, like, hey, this is this is what I had in mind when I created you, you know, you, you are me, you are the head and not, and not the tail you are above and not beneath, you know, um, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Meaning that you are just that special to me and you are just that valuable to me that, you know, I will fight on your behalf. I will give you direction. I will show you which way to go. You know, I will bless those that bless you. I will curse those that curse you. And I think that he, makes that clear and evident because he's trying to show us just how just how wonderful we are to him just how precious we are to him you know also you know the promises of protection and stuff like that so as you are going through life and you see how god protects you you see how god shows up for you you see how god recovers you when you get in certain situations when you have no other choice but to call on him because he is the only one that can help you. I think that's him showing us like, hey, you are that precious to me. You are that valuable to me. Um, and I need you to really act like it. I need you to make decisions accordingly. <laughs> I need you to believe accordingly, you know, believe that, you know, that there is nothing that's too big, that's too great for you. And yeah, you know, all the promises of God are yes and amen. And I and I get it. Like there are certain things that I have been praying for that I didn't that I'm I'm still believing him for that I haven't seen manifest yet. But I don't but I'm at a point now where I truly understand. I don't think that the answer is no. I think that the answer is yes. So let me but but you're not ready for it yet. So let me prepare you for what it is that you're asking me for. Because he's just that good that there are certain things that he know if I give this to you right now, it is going to take you out of here. So I would rather I would rather I would rather you wait and let me grow you up to be able to hold it, to be able to maintain it, to be able to manage it so that you don't lose it. And as you grow in your identity, as you grow up in your identity, you start to look at delays like that versus God just don't want me to have it. And God don't want me to have nothing. And God won't give me nothing. And God won't ever give me nothing except I ask for. And this, that, and the other. And 
it's and I'm looking back now today at some of the things that I asked God for in my twenties. Janelle, I'm so glad he didn't give them to me when I asked one in my twenties. I'm so glad that he didn't give them to me when I asked one in my thirties, because the woman that I am today was not the woman, was not the same person that was asking for them in my twenties and thirties. And if he would have gave it to me, then it would have been a disaster. You know what I'm saying? I probably listen. If he would have gave me a husband in my twenties and thirties, Girl, I don't know what I would have did. I would pop. I would be in divorce court, and then once I leave divorce court, I would probably go somewhere and have a nervous breakdown. And he knew it, and he's like, "Nope, not right now, because you're not ready, and you're not ready." And two, not only am I going to not give it to you right now, but I don't even want you to hurt the person that I got for you. Because if That's I send it to you then, you and you're not ready, you're gonna mess him up because my gifts are good and perfect. Yes. And I and I don't want him thinking my reputation on the line with giving you some stuff. Because I told my man, you know, the, the, the man that God has for me, God has told him his word says that, you know, um, when a man findeth a wife, he find a good thing and obtain favor from the Lord. So he's not about to give his man to just any old body. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know I, what I, I'm that's saying? No, that's facts. Cause so hey like no you can you absolutely can be married just not right now because you're not ready (laughs) then now am i I ready am i ready now absolutely because i'm i listen again the 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 woman that was asking for it in her 20s and even the woman that was asking for it in her 30s is not the same woman today it's not the same woman that's talking today i truly am more kingdom minded now than i was then oh that's so good so So it's like god not only do i want that but i want it but i want to serve it the way you want me to serve it i want i want that but i also want to carry it the way you want me to carry it i want that but now i want it to produce what you want it to produce before i wanted it for my own personal selfish reasons you understand what I'm saying? But yeah, now I yeah. want it, I want it to really produce what it is that you want it to produce. I do. I want it to look like that. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. And that that's a great place to be in because I think we always, when we're seeking for the Lord for something or we're praying for something or we desire something, you know, we always should step back and ask ourselves, why do we want it? Mm-hmm. You know, why do we want it? Because I can really piggyback off what you said as far as when I wanted to be married um, prior to up until this point, girl, I didn't know nothing about really what being a wife was. I didn't know really nothing about marriage. I just knew what it looked like. And I knew in my mind that it meant somebody chose me and, you know, I was going to be able to say I had a husband and I was going to say I'm a wife and I'm going to be in this relationship because I thought that the key to my you know, lack of identity or the heal, the feel the void in my soul was going to be a relationship. So mm-hmm. my, my, my reasons were so selfish and so self self-seeking. 
And I'm thankful that the Lord didn't allow me to as well. Cause like you, I would have been in divorce court or I just would have been stuck in this toxic, you know, marriage. Mm -hmm. And I would probably be the one just as toxic as the other person mm -hmm. because I have my own issues and behaviors and, you know, toxic traits and characteristics that I didn't even realize was toxic until I really started to, you know, go on my healing journey and discover my identity in Christ. And so it's so important for us to really get grounded and rooted in who we are, who God says we are, and to stand on that no matter what, and there, and don't waver, and then continue to remind ourselves by reading the Word of God and praying and seeking the Lord um, to reveal those things to to us because He will, because His Word says we have not because we ask not. Mm -hmm. And when you are full of identity, you know your walk is different, your talk is different. You have a lot more, you know, power because, like you said earlier, you can say no to things, you know, and mm -hmm. then you can say yes to things. You know, you don't have to feel like you got to be in a relationship, and you, mm -hmm. but you're okay and satisfied and content with being alone. But you know, you're you're still desiring and believing for one. It's not mm -hmm. consuming you. It's not an idol. That's right. It's not. It's not an idol, and it's not consuming, and you don't feel like you're not complete because you don't have this one thing, this this one person or this one opportunity. Like when you are at a point in life where you're like, listen, I really want that and I really desire that, but I'm good where I'm at today. Then it's like, that's when you know that you're good, that you're ready for it. Where it's like, okay, I'm not losing sleep because it's not here. You know, I don't feel like I'm less than because it's not here. You know what I mean? Yes. And that's when you know your identity is in, in a good space. Because you're like, whether I got it or not, I'm good. I'm still good. I'm still good. And 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 I'm guess what? And I'm gonna go make room for what I'm believing God for. I'm gonna go make room for what I want. But it but until it comes, I'm still in a good place. I'm still in a good place. I'm still all right. Absolutely, because when your identity is rooted in, in God and you're secure in that, you know who he is you know he faithful mm -hmm. you know his word not returning to him void you know that all things are possible with god mm -hmm. you know that he can part that red sea you know he can open a barren womb you know mm -hmm. that you know he can do whatever he say he he told you that he's going to do for you and you are able to have peace Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it's it's nothing I'm doing. I'm trusting in the guy who can't fail me. Mm -hmm. I'm trusting in the guy who cannot lie. He's not a man that he shall not. And when mm -hmm. you know who he is and you know who you are to him, that you're his beloved, that you're the apple of his eye, you know, that you are his special possession, that mm -hmm. you're his inheritance, his prosperity, mm -hmm. you know, you begin to know that he loves you so much that he allowed his only begotten son to die a horrible death. He didn't just die. He died a horrible death. Mm -hmm. He died a sinner's death. And while you were still a sinner, he still died for you because mm -hmm. he loves you that much. When you are secure in that, when you know that you know, it don't matter what comes up. It don't matter how long you got to wait. It don't matter what it looks like. You're not trusting in you. You're trusting in your God. You're trusting, you know, in God and his ability to be faithful and that you don't care, you know, what it looks like in the moment that you're, you could just be like how Jesus would sleep on the boat. And it was a whole storm, mm -hmm. but he was asleep and everybody else was panicking, but mm -hmm. he was asleep because he understood who he was. He mm -hmm. knew his identity. That's right. That's right. You know? So because he knew he, who he was, he could be in the middle of a, a violent storm and be asleep because he knew that all he had to do was get up and command those winds and waves and they was going back. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's what being in your identity is like. 
you know that you have the power you know who you are but you know whose you are and mm -hmm. you are able to be at peace when everything is raging all around you you can have that peace that surpasses all the understanding mm -hmm. you're able to look at your situation and you can speak to that thing in the bible it tells us that if you have faith the size of a mustard seed you can speak to that mountain and tell it to get up and it has to be cast into the sea mm -hmm. that's right and you know then it got to go and it has to obey. You know that when you decree a thing, it shall be established. You know that when you speak that you heal, that you heal and your body got to obey and come into alignment because it's not in you. You know your your identity in him. Mm -hmm. It is in Christ. It is in Jesus. It is in his name, his authority that you can do these things and you don't always have to be defeated. Mm -hmm. And the enemy cannot always, you know, come, you know, and just, you know, kind of do that two three you know punch your routine that he doing not yeah you know yeah. and then, you know you down you know for months and months it's like no you get up and you know how to you're not a bob and weave now you know yeah that's it he not he can't get them same licks off that he used no, to no no you got a little fight in you now mm -hmm, you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. you've been training you know it's like a boxer being training it's like you okay you've been in training you've been in that word you've been in your prayer closet you you you've been getting you've been filling yourself up with the word of god with the truth and so now you know you're able to have a little more momentum you can have a little more endurance you're able to go toe to toe when the enemy try to come you're able to you know come right back at him but what does the word say Mm -hmm. It is written, I'm more than a conqueror. You know, mm -hmm. like I'm an overcomer in Christ Jesus. You know, I am victorious in Christ. You know, I'm bold as the Lion of Judah. Whatever it is, you are able to not just say it, but believe it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it's about believing it. You know, we can say a lot of things, but when you are full and, and you are secure and you are rooted in your identity, it's not just what you say, you believe it, you live it. It's a lifestyle. Right. Yep. It's a lifestyle and everything around you will change simply because you you are in your right place. That's it. You That's in your it. right place and everything. You don't even got to start. You don't, Some stuff you ain't got to pray for. It's just going to come into alignment. It's just going to fall in. It's just going to fall right and in your The Lord's just going to open. Mm -hmm. The Lord is just going to begin to do. He's going to begin to release those things he's been holding back a little bit because you needed to get ready. You mm -hmm. needed to develop you some more, you know, because he because he he see it. Mm -hmm. Other people gonna see it. Mm -hmm. Other people like, dang, it's something different about you. That's right. You know, and so that's why it's so important to be rooted in your identity, so you're not allowing other things like the world, like culture, like society, people try to give you your identity mm -hmm. and tell you who you are, or even your experiences, or yourself. If yourself is if what you're saying is not in alignment with the Word of God, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like you have to stand on what is sure what is unshakable what is unfailing right what what cannot be you know disrupted what, what is never changing god is the same yesterday today forevermore his word the bible tells us the word is forever settled in heaven so whatever everything the bible says that you are you that's it mm -hmm. that's it, it ain't nothing else that is it it's already mm -hmm. settled in heaven and it's your job to continually to bring his will on earth as is in heaven it's your job to continue to walk in that decree that believe that because he what he said is already said he already crystal he already said that, that you the apple of his eye he already mm -hmm. said that mm -hmm. that you fearfully and wonderfully but made. Mm -hmm. he already said that he already that. said when, when he created mankind that you wasn't just good he said very good mm -hmm. 
everything else he created was just good. Mm -hmm. When it came to mankind who were created in his likeness and his image, he looked, cause now he's looking at himself mm -hmm. and he know his identity mm -hmm. and he know him being God. He's like, I'm very good. Mm -hmm. So this creation that I created in my likeness, in my image, it's very good. Very good. Mm -hmm. Very good. So when you know that you very good, when you know that God took it, you so special that he made you to look like him. Mm -hmm. Yep. He made you to be like him. Mm -hmm. That's your identity. Your identity is you are a reflection of God in this earth and who he is, is who you are. Mm -hmm. And he is living in you and through you. And so it's just so it's so good for us to have these conversations because I think sometimes we we take for granted that people know what identity is. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. we take for granted that people understand when we say your identity is in God. Well, what does that look like? Mm -hmm. How do I know that? You know, if and, a person and it always. It always affects what you do. It always affects your actions. It your identity always affects how you show up, whether it's good or bad. Absolutely, because lack of identity. I've I've lived in that space for a long time. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, and, and I and I acted out of a lack of identity. I responded out of a lack of identity. I showed up in a lack of identity. Like everything I did flowed from the fact that I lacked identity. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And now being on the other side, I clearly see the difference. Like there's just stuff I'm not doing. Like right, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there's just stuff I'm. There's not a standard that comes when you know, like okay, oh no, I'm like oh okay, yeah. There's a standard that you have that that nobody has to tell you twice with certain things. <laughs> we don't even have to have a conversation about certain things because it's like oh yeah, I already know this is this is as far as I'm going, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. This has been a phenomenal conversation. Like we got to do this more often. Um, man, God is, yeah, God is I, faithful. I want to do, do it more often and I want to get like a panel, like have a, quite a few of us mm -hmm. on an episode at once discussing um, a, um, you know, a topic and then, you know, hopefully to have um, more people on at a time who maybe can post some questions in the um, comment section and, you know, we can really have a discussion and dialogue because, you know, there may be some questions or things we, we haven't thought about or didn't mention that somebody else, you know, may want to know or have a question about. So I want, you know, the audience to be able to engage and, you know, get their answers, um, get their questions answered um, or, you know, whatever they may need in, a, um, in their personal life. You know, I want them to be able to, you know, get that as well. So um, I do foresee us doing more things like this. Um, guys, when you um, listen to the replay or those that have gotten on um, the live, you know, let me know if that's something you guys want to see um, me do, have us do more of these like open dialogues, open conversations and like um, have like panel platforms, you know, because that's something I'm definitely considering here in the near future. Uh, so, Crystal, I, I just really enjoyed you being on the podcast. I think you just gave and added so much value. Thank you for I think, having um, me, man. I really so, appreciate the opportunity. 
man like you know I, it's so good when you can just really connect and just talk you know what i'm saying just have a like this is how we talk on the phone when we talk you know what yeah, I mean? right you know it's like and it's real but it, it can be so much more powerful because like you ain't trying to like you know sugarcoat nothing and you ain't trying to make something sound good and you ain't trying to you know you come off you know to be you know our intellectual you just being you we just having a conversation you know based on right truth, based yep. on our struggled in our with our identity in some way you know what i'm saying we all have you know have had things happen to make us question our identity or lose our identity and you know all of that and even being on the other side of now discovering our identity so i think it's just important to have these conversations so other people can realize like okay all right yeah that I'm not the only one, you know, I'm not, they going through that too. Okay. Oh, that I, I went through that, you know, and to be encouraged, like it's a process. It's a journey. That's right. That's right. And, yep. and it's all about enjoying the journey and allowing God to, to really shape and mold you or reshape and mold you. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause the Bible tells us in Jeremiah, um, when the Lord told Jeremiah to go look at the, um, he told him to go look at the, um, the potter and the potter, he was watching the potter and the potter, you know, had this clay on the wheel and he was spinning the wheel and he started to form the, the, um, the clay. But as he was forming it, right, as he was forming this, the clay into whatever he was about to, you know, um, make the, it began to have a defect. You know, in in it, as he was forming it, you know, it began to some versions say become spoiled. Some say, you know, it had like a defect. So basically, it ended up, you know, having like something that he didn't intend for it to have there. And so, what the potter did was the potter didn't just take the clay and just you know throw the clay away. What he did was he started to reshape it into what was good for That's him. Right. That's so. Even in our journey, when we get, you know, go astray or we may veer off or we may, you know, be in the world or whatever it is, God ain't throwing us away like that potter. And that's what he wanted Israel to see. Like Israel continued to do things, continued to be adulterous, worshiping other guys, you know, doing all the things that the Lord told him not to do. But he never threw them away. He just continued to try to reshape them and remold them to get them back on track to being this beautiful, you know, people that that's he right. created them to be. That's right. And that's what he does with us. So yes, you may have made mistakes. Yes, you may have attained it past. Yes, you have gone through some things. Yes, you know, you may, you know, have some parts of your life that you're not proud of. God ain't trying to throw you away though. He's not looking at you like, okay, there's nothing I can do with that. He's like, well, get stay on the wheel and let me can let me reshape you. Let me remold you into what I always intended you to be. The beautiful creation that I always had in mind. When you, before I even put you in your mother's womb, when I knew you, I already had in mind for you to be this beautiful vessel for me to use and to work through. And I just want to continue. Yes, you may have gotten a defect. Yes, you know, you may have some things that may have happened and it may have caused you to be spoiled over here yes you know something may have broke and i might have to fix it yes you know you may have to get healed over That's here right. yes i may have to you know re um 
re help you to uh, redefine your worth or rediscover your identity but he is more than able and he mm -hmm. just wants us to be encouraged that if we just stay on the wheel that's right he will yeah. he will remold us mm -hmm. until the beautiful creation that he created us to be because that's his intention and he doesn't mind you having a little spot or a wrinkle he mm -hmm. doesn't mind you having you know a little something that you know it's been broken he doesn't mind it he's able to repair it and he just wants to repair those of us who have had identity crises those of us who you know experience things that have really um misshaped our identity or taken away from our identity you know those things that really have really hurt us to our core those deep wounds you know those deep um you know um failed expectations and disappointments and hurts and pains and all of those things he just wants to take it and he wants us to let him heal us and he's going to reshape it and he's going to use it and it's going to work together for your good um i'm a living witness and i know crystal is too of how he can use your past experiences he can use your pain he can use those things that you you know mm -hmm. thought was you know uh, that was just unusable mm -hmm. or the things that were so difficult or so dirty or the things that were so tainted or you know those parts of you that you don't like or the parts of your story that you don't like it's those very things but i have a whole podcast called purity after promiscuity it's because i had experienced being promiscuous but he's not trying to shame me He's not trying to put me out here on blast. He's he healed me so much so and he's he he um put his word and his truth in my identity and in my soul so much so that I know that that don't define me. That was something I did because I was lost, I was broken. That was like Paul said, that wasn't me, that was the sin in me, right? And so now he's like, but I still see you as valuable. I still see you as worthy. I still see you as beautiful. You're still lovable. You still are worthy of, you know, being married. You're still worthy of, you know, all the blessings and promises I have for you. It doesn't matter what you went through. He will give you beauty for ashes. And that is really the message of it all. Even with today, with identity, it don't matter if today's your first day of trying to discover your identity. If you lost your identity, if you don't, if you never knew your identity, you can find your identity and the best place to find it is in Christ. And what does the Lord say? What does the word of God say about you? And to really just get rooted in that and allow God to continue to shape you, mold you and build upon that to really um, secure you in who you are. And you will find that life will just begin to just flow and it will just, you know, not be not that you won't experience things, but you will be able to weather the storms a little better. You will be able to get through the fire and not and come out not smelling like smoke. You will be able to be in the boat and the winds and waves are raging and you can have that peace that surpasses all understanding because you know on the rock on which you stand and that is Christ Jesus. And so um, that is just really what I want to leave the listeners with today. Yeah, um, Crystal, do you have any... Um, you have any last um, words that you want to leave with the listeners before we end today's um, episode? I just, you know, feel in my spirit that every, I just want everybody to believe God for restoration of the time that you, that you thought you lost and of the things that you thought you lost because of not knowing who you were. And, you know, it cost us, it just, it costs you something, but God is, but God is faithful. And God knows when we don't know. God knows when we just don't have it. God knows when we just don't 
know any better. And so believe God to restore the opportunities lost and squandered. Believe God to restore the resources lost and squandered because we didn't, we weren't clear of who we were and we weren't clear of our identity. And therefore we didn't make the best decisions or the right decisions because we wasn't clear about who we were. Yes. Believe God to restore it. And I'm, I'm, I'm also saying that from a place because that's where I'm at too. Like you were saying before, it's like, oh, we, man, if I would have knew better, I would have did better with that. And sometimes we think because we're in the middle of paying the consequences for some behaviors that we think all is lost because of that. But even in paying for the consequences, God is still, uh, God is still merciful and he's still kind and he's still compassionate. And even in that, God can come in and sh give you mercy and help you start all over again and show you that truly all is not lost and he can restore it all. He can, he really can restore it all. So that's just my prayer for everybody else to just believe God to restore unto you that that was lost while you wasn't sure and clear about your identity and who you are. Oh, that's good. So I, I thank you for that prayer. And I just pray, Lord God, that, you know, you know, every heart of every person who's listening or listening to the replay, you know, their specific circumstance, you know, the area of life where they feel like they lost or, you know, that they just mishandled a blessing or just wasn't able to maintain, you know, an opportunity or they just wasn't ready, you know, and they feel like, you know, they're behind or beneath or they feel like, you know, they're in a place of black. Um, Lord, I'm just, again, like she said, praying that not only will we believe that you're going to restore, but we're going to begin to decree it over our life every day until we see it, that we're um, going to put you, we're going we gonna to not we're going to put you in remembrance of your word because you said that you're a restorer. You know, you you said that you're a your redeemer. So I pray that you redeem the time. But I pray as we are in the transition, we'll continue to believe it and decree it over our life until we see it because there are power in our words. And we don't have to wait for our situation change. We are able to change our situation with what we say. So I just pray that everybody is able to take hold of that truth and able to apply it to their life. And I don't know your specific situation, but find a scripture in the word that aligns with what you're believing for, what you're needing from God. Find a scripture in the word that is speaking to your identity, if that's what you need. It's speaking to who God is to you. Whatever it is you need from him, find, find his word because he's faithful to his word and decree it every single day until you see the manifestation of it because he has to move at his word. And so I just am praying that we, we walk in boldness as we are um, discovering our identity, that our identity give us that boldness of the line of Judah to go and speak things that are not as though they, they were and be atmosphere changers and shifters and even be able to shift and change our own atmosphere and shift and change our perspective to align our minds with the mind of Christ and to say what God says concerning our situation, no matter how bad it is, no matter how much it hurts, no matter how confusing it is, no matter how impossible it seems, he is the God of the impossible. And we have to meet him with our faith and we have to meet him with what we speak. We are spirit speaking beings like him. And he spoke the world and creation into existence. We have that same power. So if you need restoration, you begin to cry over yourself, find scriptures. I know Psalms 23 and 3 says, and the Lord restores my soul. 
Mm-hmm. You know, when 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 Job got finished of being tested or being tried, what did God do? He restored to him even the more. He doubled what he lost. So you have to put God in remembrance of his word and you got to stand on his word like never before and you will see it. And that is my prayer that we see it, that we begin to live in the promised land, that we begin to live in Goshen, that we begin to live in the blessing of the Lord that makes rich and has no sorrow, that we begin to live in restoration in our relationships within our families, that we begin to live out the things that we believe in our heart for God to do so that he is glorified. Um, so that is my prayer for everyone. And I hope you guys have been encouraged. I hope you guys have um, been empowered. I hope you got something out of today's episode. Um, it was just a really chill episode, just us having a candid conversation around identity. But um, I just know that whatever God is, whatever you need from God, that he is able to do it, no matter how big or, or how small he is able. And when you know that you know who he is and you know that you know who who you are, you know that standing on his word, you will never fail and he won't either. So I thank everybody for um, listening in. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys. Um, I just want to pray up a prayer over you guys. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you, be gracious to you and grant you his peace. I pray that you have peace that surpasses all understanding. I pray that you have sweet sleep. I pray that the Lord begins to move on your behalf mightily. I pray that you see a manifestation of what you are believing God for immediately, instantly in Jesus name. And so I thank you all. And as always, I want to leave you with my famous quote, your past does not define you. It develops you and you are worthy. Amen. 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 So good night. We'll see y'all next week. Good night, everybody. Good night.